Well, hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and a lot of missing friends. Uh, as you can see, we have three people here. Normally, we have a ton more. Uh, Everborn Saga is handling some, uh, some work stuff. Uh, we have uh, two people uh, that have their spouses out that are down. Uh, Tempest Sun. Oh, yeah. Everborn Saga is here. Well, there you go. Uh, no, I'm um, still doing the work stuff, but I'm here. Okay. I'm, I'm jumping back and forth. Right, go, go do your thing, brother. Go do your thing. Uh, Tempest Sun, his wife isn't feeling good, so he obviously has to take care of the kids. And, of course, uh, the Canadian one, the loudest voice in the room. <laughs> Mag is uh, his wife is uh, ill as well, so he's wrangling the kids. And of course, we wish their uh, their ladies a very speedy recovery. Uh, Wandering Dutch is going to be here momentarily, and I did throw out the bat signal for a few people. Um, but listen, even if it's just the four of us, it just means that you're going to get here to hear more of who we have here, and we have an incredible show. More slander. Or, or slander. That's right. Or slander. There it is. Listening. He, yeah, you're going to get that. He's going to pop in every second. Um, but listen, we have two monster topics that we're going to get right into. The first one is going to be the new rumor that popped up today uh, that Sony is going to be having their state of play for their first big event in February, very similar to what we saw happen in 2020 and 2021. So there are some people that think that that, in fact, is going to happen. And we're going to then follow that up and segue into what does Microsoft need to do? do? Do they need to respond after we just got the Ubisoft Plus announcement plus extraction? Um, are we going to get the rumored big announcement come the end of January or the beginning of February? I, I don't know, but we're going to get into that. And of course... The main crux of today's conversation comes at, uh, at, at, at a very, very subjective topic, one that I don't think is going to be a big deal, and that is that we get word that Square Enix is looking to make PlayStation the, their source for their mainstream Final Fantasy games. A lot of people are pissed off about that. Personally, I got a big, uh, big reason why you shouldn't be. But let's get into the panel, and we'll start first with our very special guest, all the way from the Xbox era on loan once again, <laughs> One Bad Mother. What's going on, brother? How you feeling? I am feeling good, guys. Uh, you know, thanks for leaving the door open in the back again, or somebody left it open. <laughs> I always appreciate coming on here. And yeah, I think, you know, it's the beginning of the year, and usually... Oh, sorry. <laughs> usually... You know, news and topics are, are, are light, but I feel like there's a, there's a lot of interesting things going on right now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to having some of these conversations with you guys. Well, we're glad to have you. I know we got you for about uh, uh, about an hour and 45 minutes before you got Actually, I, I can go a little bit longer now. So okay. We'll be, All right. We'll so even, even better. Yeah. Folks, just be prepared for a two-hour show. That's what, we're, that's what we're pushing for because a lot of people have to you know, bounce out on time. So we're going to, we're going to get it. We're going to give you a good show. You're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be a great conversation. Big shout out to uh, the boss mod lethal pop. But once again, keeping the streets safe from these knuckleheads known as uh, the interweb, big shout out to you, lethal. Thank you for being here. And of course, modern, uh, modern, uh, you know, the show as usual, but K Asante, uh, this week, you guys are back and you got some new wares to show off. Hopefully, that's going to go very well for the Gaming Circle podcast. How are you? Yeah, man, I'm doing great, man. It's good to see all the friendly faces back in the in the chat. And, and you know, 
OBM back in the spot. We don't even have to welcome you anymore. What's going on, bro? How you doing? We, you, you just great, shows I'm up. Great. It's all good. You know, yes. <laughs> no, this this week should be interesting. We're we're coming back to the gaming circle, working on a few little upgrades here and there. Uh, got some logo things going on. Got some, you know, changing things around a bit, trying to have a fresh new look for 2022. So it should be fun. Uh, you, y'all, those who follow me on, on Twitter might start, start seeing me pushing that stuff out a little bit more to, 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 to tell you what's, what's about to happen. But that will be this Saturday. But I, I'm, I'm here for today's conversation. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, yes, this is going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And like I said, once we get Wandering Dutch and everyone in here, it definitely should be a party for <laughs> sure. Um, but listen, folks, let's get let's get right no, into no, it. No, no, I'm I'm here. I'm here now. I, okay, I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> he, he, he ain't going nowhere. He's right here. <laughs> Everborn Saga, man. How the heck are you? You know, we know that you've been super, super busy. We're happy to have you. Yes, yes, busy. Got something very big in the works. Hopefully, something to announce in a couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, fingers crossed. Boom! You know what it is. I do. So, so, so do you? I, oh, you, you might know too, OBM. But anyway, uh, we'll we'll see soon. Uh, and then uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Mm. Exciting times. That's all I want to say. This man over here. <laughs> well, you know what? Let let let's get into uh, the rumor that popped up early on the socials this afternoon. Um, we know that uh, many fans of Sony. Uh, felt uh, a bit abandoned in the second half of 2021 for a lot of reasons. He said uh, abandoned. I see what you did there. Oh, you abandoned, like that, right? You know, with the, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is this. Uh, apparently, uh, they look like they're following the playbook that they wrote and should be releasing a state of play led by, and this is a good, again, folks, it's just a rumor, by the WB um, Hogwarts game that's supposed to be dropping this year, Hogwarts Legacy. And that's supposed to be a monster RPG. And if, in fact, that is the case, that means that they did secure the marketing rights for said game. Uh, that would be pretty big. Um, I don't think it is a timed exclusive. I don't think they were able to lock that down simply because I don't think there's enough PlayStation 5s in the wild to warrant WB to push that behind one console when Microsoft has uh, found a way to allow its players to play the uh, next-gen version on a multitude of consoles going all the way back to the Xbox One. This is something that Sony has not done. And I don't know if uh, we, I don't know, is it can been confirmed that it's next gen only or is it going to well, be? Well, before we ask that question, boom, let me ask you a question. Are we, mm -hmm. are, are, is this an, a, a PlayStation insider that has told no, it, you they knew when no, no, a state no, of play is, was coming? No, this is, this is, this is a simply a rumor uh, that they got word. And I say they, because again, I don't know who the people are that this in fact could happen because it's following the same pattern that they have done in previous years, 2020 in February, there's a state of play. Mm -hmm. And of course, in 2021 in February, there was another state of play and it's Sony's way of kind of trying to grab the, um, you know, the narrative early in said year. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me because quite frankly, they have been really dead drop uh, quiet Right. Uh, you know, second half of the year seemed to be dominated by Microsoft and they continued into 2022 with uh, a very. Yeah, good. Uh, case something. I, I would just like to put in there. The question was asked on, on what platforms it would be released, whether it's rumored to change or not. 
as of December 28th, 2021, it will be playable on next gen and current gen, and past gen as well as PC. Okay, so, so then it's going to be it so that's going to be spread. available for everybody. The only yeah, one okay. that's missing is is uh, is Switch, obviously. Okay, that, 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 that makes sense. But um, they, they're spending a lot of money on this thing. <laughs> I doubt they'd want to limit it to current gen at 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 this stage in the life cycle. It's possible. So forget about exclusive. Uh, like yeah. they they're not. Um, I think they want as many people to play this as possible because it can be a big time new franchise for them. Well, you know what? Let, 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 let's use the hypothetical a- uh, angle here. Um, we don't have word from Sony, right? We are still early in the year, right? We're, today's only, I believe, the 10th. So we're only through the first third of January. We still have two thirds of the month left. Usually we start to hear about this around the 20th to 22nd, somewhere around there, that there's going to be a state of play, potentially, you know, maybe closer to the end of the month. Um, But we know that Horizon Forbidden West is coming, right? That's coming in February. I I don't necessarily know if they need to show it. They dropped another trailer, which, by the way, looked amazing. But are they going to do a state of play that's that? that is going to give us more horizon. I, 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 I would feel a little I think like that'd be overkill. No? I, oh, absolutely. Overkill. I think we've seen enough of it. I don't want to see anymore because I want to experience. Yeah, they already have everything. my money, you know, at this point, yeah. I just want to play the game. But they have a state of play with, uh, with God of War, right? So I, I mean, didn't they do something similar with Deathloop though? Like, weren't people kind of even uh, over if, it if by the time? It yeah, like, <laughs> like saying that. Yeah, they've done enough of it. I, I do think uh, we're starting to see a pattern, and I even feel like <clears throat> if I was like, and I and I, I don't remember, I don't know who originated the rumor, so it could be from somebody legitimate. Um, but I, I feel like if I was going to be one of those guys that was just going to call a shot to try to become an insider, you know, one of those guys, um, you know, February makes a lot of sense for for Sony because uh, their pattern really is to when they when they got a big IP, they do try to they do seem to try to center their messaging around whatever the next big IP is. Uh, and I feel like with it, it's kind of becoming their pattern now. And, and it does make sense, I think, for them to do one more huge push. I mean, Horizon's a game that's been in development, what is it, five years? It's been in development a long time. It's it's yeah. one of the biggest, uh, it's, their, it's one of their new tentpole IPs. You know, this is going to be one of the biggest things of the year, especially, you know, if, if God of War, for whatever reason, you know, gets delayed. I'm not saying it will, but, you know, if, if that happens, um, this will probably be the biggest. <laughs> it will probably be the biggest, you know, launch game of the year. So I, I don't I, I guess if I'm in the, the front offices of Sony and I'm not, obviously, but if I was, maybe I do lean into these and I and I and I continue to use them as a centerpiece, uh, not only to kind of build up the the hype for this game before it's going to launch, but also that now you can bring in some other things along with it. And so, yeah, maybe they do pair it with like a, a Hogwarts or, you know, and then Sifu and some other things like that and, and kind of build up the, the, the uh, mind share of those games as well. And actually, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that strategy, to be honest. I think uh, somewhere down the road, I don't think Microsoft's going to match try to come out with a show in February, but I feel like it's a good template. If you do have big technical IPs coming out every three, four or five months, you know, to, uh, you know, instead of having a regular cadence of shows, 
build your, you know, build build up the rest of the portfolio, the rest of the exclusives or big games or whatever they're going to come out around whatever that big exclusive is. So, um, so it makes a lot of sense to me. I, you know, I don't see anything illogical about a, a, another Horizon uh, focus, but maybe bringing in some other things with it. Yeah, I mean, Sifu sounds like that'd be a good one. I'm looking forward to that. That's a for me. That's a that's a by day one. But let me just give you guys a heads up of where this originally came from, because so, I know a lot of people in the chat are saying, "Is this a you know just somebody that was you know on a train and just dropped through a piece of paper on the <laughs> PlayStation?" No, no. I mean, that sounds like all the insiders. So well, far. I mean, yeah. the 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 original story was pulled. I pulled it from GamesRadar.com. And they were posting, obviously they wrote the article about it, but the original poster uh, comes the way of Tom Henderson. Oh, okay. Tom's good. Tom is, like I said, I don't know him personally, but I followed his work for a bit. Uh, He has 122.3 thousand followers. He is uh, obviously someone that tweets about video games. He's a freelancer writer at various sites. Uh, That's, that's uh, That's his M.O., um, so I don't think he does these things for clout. He no. has more than enough followers, and I and I trust. I, I've I've followed his work before. So Tom Henderson did, in fact, you know, post this, and what he said very simply was: the current rumor is that the next Sony event looks like it could be in February, based on this month's media events and past PlayStation dates. Um, so. I don't know where he doesn't specifically say, uh, you know, where he got his information, but like the guy is legit. And obviously yeah. coming from one B- OBM, we know that he is. <laughs> the thing is this, uh, and I'll go and I'll go directly to Keosante. Keosante, look, Sony finds themselves in a very unique position in the gaming world. Um and I, and I say that because this is a this is a, an entity in gaming that really gave it to Microsoft last gen. I mean, they put it on them, so to speak. Pause. And yes, <laughs> and, and pause indeed. But, but here is the thing, Keosante. They're not in that position anymore. They are on the ropes. They're on a defensive because Microsoft is taking back the streets in their own way do they need this event and what do they have to show so okay so i will say first and foremost you're absolutely right you know uh, um that uh, what what was is not necessarily what is anymore and and the unique thing about about uh generations is when they when when a new generation comes it's almost like even though the mind share is still with with the winner you know all, all bets are off and, and the potential for reestablishing, you know, uh, what you were, what you are, you know, fixing mistakes are all potential, potentially available. And obviously Microsoft has made very good use of that this year, right? This, this time around so far, the, the series consoles are gangbusters. People are really liking what, what they're seeing and how, how these folks are, are, are cultivating more customers. So it, it's been going great for them, but I will say one thing we've seen, and, and, and this is nothing new that we haven't said on this, on this show before, you know, it's very cyclical. This stuff, when you do great last time, you get a little cocky, and then you 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 miss a step, and then the other one takes over, and you know, same thing. PS3, PS4, PS4, you know, Xbox 360 to Xbox One, right? They get cocky. So when the time comes, and maybe you're behind the eight ball a bit, you're still like, nah, man, I'm I'm the boss in here. This is mine. You know what I'm saying? To the point where sometimes they miss a step when they shouldn't. So. 
uh, I actually saw this news and I wasn't surprised because it, the, the the logic behind it makes perfect sense, right? They don't, they're not out there uh, um, trying to keep people on their toes, right? <laughs> if there's a good tried and true formula, they use it, right? And there's there's a lot of evidence that suggests that during this time, they did it last year, they did it the year before, that they really, they show some stuff, right? So the fact that they're showing something this time around, I'm I'm not surprised. And as far as uh, Horizon is concerned, now this will be a very unpopular opinion. When Horizon <clears throat> first came out, and folks were basically making that choice of Horizon versus uh, versus Breath of the Wild, I chose Horizon, even though Breath of the Wild had better traversal. I still chose Horizon because I love that game. I will always love. Yes, I did. I was waiting I for Everborn. Oh yeah, I knew this. <laughs> I knew I knew as soon as this I said that I the mean, camera you can't would come get along, up. sir. I love not to say that's, the breath of the wild. No, no, not to say the breath of the that's wild. That's how you bring my attention. That's how you bring Everborn back, by the way. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. You say that <laughs> and then you nonsense. say something slanderous. Oh, all you about have Sonic. to do is say yeah. Zelda slander and he comes yeah, or, or something dream. slanderous about Sonic and then he pops up. You know, you say this it three times, it. he just shows up. I'm like the candy man. I knew Indeed. it. I knew you were no, gonna but, say that. But when when that game first came out, because the graphics, because of just just immersion. I chose that before I ended up playing Breath of the Wild, and I prayed the hell out of Breath of the Wild. I, you know, I, I even have the, the the DLC and all of that. But I chose because at first I was playing both both of them at once, and you can't play both of them at no. once because then Impossible. one shows its other's fall, flaws and vice versa. I ended up playing uh, Horizon, you know, first, and I've actually rebought Horizon and been playing it on That's PC. That's because you knew what would happen if you played Breath of the Wild. You would have realized some things like i said i played <laughs> breath of the wild shut your mouth anyway <laughs> anyway so but did you I say this play no just keep, keep going <laughs> I, I say this to say i am in the camp of breath of of uh, horizon i'm i'm Me there too. for it day one i already have the crazy the room for the crazy statue is gonna be right there the big mammoth the woolly mammoth is coming home you know i bought the 200 and whatever dollar version that that's out there so i'm i'm there for it but but they need to show us more, right? Because that's where you're right, Boom, right? Back in the day, you know, they had all the room to move they wanted. They, they had these events at the time that they wanted to have them, which is not surprising. They showed us what they wanted to show us because they had all the room to maneuver. Uh, Nintendo's over there doing the Nintendo thing, and they yep. will always do the Nintendo thing, right? Which is fine. And I actually think that they're kind of trying to take a bit of a page from Nintendo's book. You know, when Breath of the Wild was first coming out, the whole E3 presentation was nothing but Breath of the Wild. You saw nothing yeah. else, yeah, right? They, well, they so built, now they, they built the whole stage around it. Around it, exactly. So I think like Nintendo, that PlayStation is going. Look, our franchise, our franchises are big enough that when we have that big guy, that really big AAA franchise, we need to show all aspects of this one and get people excited about this one. But like you're correctly pointing out, Boom, they are no longer in a position where they can breathe anymore. You know. Microsoft Xbox is, is at the throat. Like they're yeah. everywhere. They're they're on all aspects of it. Every week, when under normal circumstances, you'd wait for the next big news news uh, event to drop, right? The gaming yeah. news event. They're on they're on Twitter dropping bombs left and right. They've already announced some there, Ubisoft stuff. There, there's a reason you look forward to Mondays. Exactly. Right? And it's Microsoft. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Mondays are and Microsoft, Microsoft has they have tiered their news to go, well, this 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 is enough for just a, a hit for the uh, for the Twitter and the gaming streets for, for a couple weeks, right? Versus the big, huge astronomical we need an event kind of conversation. Whereas well, PlayStation is still only relying but, on that, hey, now it's time for us to speak 
here it is in February. We're going to drop all these all these news bombs. They cannot afford that anymore. But let so me when ask they you a do question. come out. Let me ask you a question, Mr. K. Asante. Please, please. What if they only have two big titles for the year? See, this is my point. This is why I said so it's So maybe cyclical. it's not get a little bit. It's just because they ain't got it. No, no, I doubt that they, it's not that they ain't got it because yeah. they're still out there being very aggressive with their money. And you know that even their third parties that they that they cultivate, they try to make first parties. So shout out to Square Enix, right? They try to to in the in the mind of the consumer, hey, look at this Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy that's 16 our game. is not coming out this year, but okay. Well, but my point is whenever they cultivate a third party, they try to really bring that in as a first party. So even if they don't have any first parties, I the suspect they have some... The, that's the right. Perception the perception of being a yes, first party. Yes. So even well, if I they mean, don't like, have like, an actual first party, they, 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 they will most likely be aggressive with their money and get a lot of folks to, 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 to get, get attention to their third party as if it was a first party. But... The, that idea that Everborn brings up is is a, is a concern, right? If they show up with just two games because, yeah, we got it like that, it's not going to go over well. <laughs> it just well, isn't. hold on. And hold I'm a little concerned minute, about if, that. If those two games are Horizon and Ragnarok, if that if we get that this year, which uh-huh. we have to get it this year, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, I almost feel like that's enough because those two See, okay. games will okay. suck the oxygen out of the ear, out of I the air. You. Well, hold on here. So let's say February, and this is a question, and I guess Everborn, you can answer this. So February, let's say they come out with Horizon and Ragnarok. They have a great showing. Now, of course, Horizon, people are going to clown and say, oh, we've seen this already, even though they'll probably show you something new. Maybe they'll show you the VR version of it. You know, they'll show you something in the Horizon universe, and they show you Ragnarok, right? They show you those two. And then spring shortly after microsoft comes and happens to show you more pieces of avowed or more pieces of of, of like four five six different but we're still talking about what well, we are not but people mm-hmm. are still talking about um you know ratchet and clank and return shout out to fonzarelli gaming Welcome, good sir. I see him in the chat. Ah, Fonzarelli, welcome, brother. Welcome. So, so, so people are still talking about mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank and Returnal, and people yes. are still running with the the false uh, premise headline that oh, there there's only uh, releases two months of the year, which is not true. Sure. But whatever. The point is, I'm mm-hmm. saying Sony may be still in a position, mm-hmm. rightly or wrongly. That to be able to get away with based. that, yes. Well, but we're and not as, talking and about as long their as they base. can get away with it, they will. But we're, we're not the talking fans about are the customers. That's who they care about. No, I, I understand. But what I'm saying to you is, we're not talking about the fan base. We're talk. We're not talking about the left or the right. We're talking about the middle, <laughs> <laughs> the people who can sway either way. And honestly, as a person who can get it from either side, pause. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? I, I've trained it's not you enough. Well, <laughs> it's not enough. They, they, even if they it come might with not the, be the enough heavy you. hitters, I am well, saying. But my, my point, but my point is. We in the hardcore gaming streets may go, oh, you know, it's enough or whatever. But like, as long as their competitor is very aggressive, showing a lot of very high quality stuff, and this is all a lot of ifs because we don't know when Microsoft's gonna kind of drop something. But you know, it is it is very very uh, uh, it is likely that they will also drop something in a relatively uh, close amount of time if they show 
a lot more like let's say you get that joanna dark preview that you've been wanting for a while let's say you know and these games aren't coming out anytime soon that's for sure but let's say they show you something that will be very interesting to see you know see, you know what i'm saying here's here's the point <laughs> i'm saying the media coverage and the fan base will let will allow ragnarok and forbidden west to suck up all of the air so we not to us but um to the broader public Mm -hmm. uh xbox still has things to prove to that that middle absolutely yeah they absolutely have so they don't have the luxury of only showing starfield that's my point they will show they they are not going to be the ones to show up with just two bangers they'll i I understand but sony doesn't have that problem Right. Yeah, I, I want to say something maybe a little, I don't know if it's a little unpopular, but, you know, I know when when, when everybody goes on Twitter and, and it, thank God the spaces thing died down because mm-hmm. uh, I just. I, I never it. jumped into one of those things. I just, <laughs> but, you know, I know, I you know, the classic. The classic console wars, you know, that where where people like they they draw like uh, a list on a page and say who's winning. Like in in the in the real world, but the sales, bro. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we and we know Everborn knows exactly what the conversation. Oh, because he, he was on them Twitter streets on like, the daily. That man, Everborn. <laughs> I, I do hope that that over this period of time that you've been taking notes because uh, this is going to be a moment that we can make it. You know, this is, we can make a documentary on this, and I'm sure it would. Be uh, a hit, but you know, like when I think about like well, the, it's the, not notes, OBM, it's receipts. Yeah, receipts. No. They will be. They will be used. <laughs> but you know, when you think about like the history, like I remember going all the way back to like you know early E threes when you know the, when the, we'd jump on the forums and you know and and, and argue as younger adults as about who the hell won won these mm-hmm. shows and and it's funny because you know you think back and you think back to the biggest e3s of all time there's usually like a handful of tentpole games that really come to mind mm-hmm. and i really do feel like over when you think about when you think about a brand the sony or microsoft like those mega super big you know ips is what people really think about and i think horizon could be in that category god of war is obviously in that category spider-man's in that category and for microsoft it's halo and like this year you know yeah there's going to be more than starfield but starfield's going to be what people remember this year for from the xbox standpoint so you know like so when people do the you know again counting you know this game and that game those games that like sell a million even two million they they really don't impact the brand i think the way people hope and think they do especially in the twitter wars um i do think these 10 million 20 you know 20 million sellers are the ones that get that kind of engagement um they're they're massive like they like you'd have one of it's like a superstar in like in the nba right like if you had a choice to give up five good starters for one superstar you would do that every time you know any nba team is going to do that and and these superstar ips is what people build their brands around so again like going back to like the rumor and if i was you know and, and i do think the source of this is legit um 
But if I, if I'm Sony, yeah, I'm 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 marketing like I'm leveraging the hell out of Horizon. Horizon what is it sold near almost ten million or was in that ballpark? Uh, now yeah, for ballpark. Yeah. yeah, for a brand new IP, um, you know, and this is the second one. Usually the second one does a lot better if the first one was received well in Metacritic and everything else. And, um, and you know, that did have a really good, uh, you know, did have good mind share the first time. So, yeah, I, 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 I to me, there's not like I don't think this is a, as much a back and forth. This is a, you know, we got We got to time this right because right now nothing's moving in consoles like there you know mm. every console that every series x at least and every ps5 that can be made is being sold yeah. um and, and i think that situation's only going to get we're going to probably find out it's going to get worse this year i don't yeah, think they, well they're good. saying that we could we could we could not see a slowdown of this until 2023 uh, yeah you know it'll really make it worse when the the bigger the games that come out like the the That's why God of War would probably be delayed. Right. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But but um when when we look at uh these highly anticipated games and people wanting to play them on these next gen consoles, I think that that, that shortage is is really only going to continue. And like you said, it's really going to be a matter of who can produce more yeah. and how many, you know, you still have to add how many of these, um, how much silicon silicon do they want to put in the data centers if you're Microsoft? Mm-hmm. Um, what are they allocating towards the Series S? And does the Series does the Series S shut up, Mr. K Asante? Uh does yeah. the Series S become say the nothing, dark man. horse that I, I, will... I'm just literally the voice in the back of his head, and he's just oh like, no, I, 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 he's right. Listen, if I had to take a stab at it, I guarantee you that even right now it's three to one. And I'm not talking and, about and, the and, little, and, little man is getting made three to one, oh, even yeah. four to one more. Oh, yeah. and, because it does not suffer from the and, same and the thing, same silicon limit limitations that the big well, it, does. it does. It's just not as bad. But well, it, but, not as much. Yeah. Right. But again, so while everyone's laughing at oh, it's in stores, right? It's other people are saying yes. Wait, who's laughing? It's in stores. Oh, there's <laughs> a lot of people laughing. Uh, yeah. Oh well, you know that. That's so, you know, I, let me let me tell you something. If, Look at if, this if, idiot company who put a product in stores for people to buy. My God, <laughs> how upset are the people in? In Redmond, that they're going to have stock on a thing that they're trying to continue to increase demand for. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like again, when you go back to the the situation um, for the Series X and PS Five, you're you're still going to have a hard time getting those all year. I don't yep. think uh, that's not changing anytime soon. It's not changing anytime soon. So really, you're not winning in the traditional sense of the console war. You're not winning anything in February. Uh, you're not going to win anything in you know uh, the next month, March, April, May. You're not it, nothing. It, really, you could even say through the end of this year, you're not going to probably get from the the, the enthusiasts. You're going to get. You're going to be moving all of these things, um, but when you think about the brand big picture and now you start talking about the long game yes you want to get those big those big ips that have potential to resonate and have legs and become part of that you know big picture brand like people always think about you know they always thought about halo gears and forza with xbox and you know and, and sony's kind of framing theirs right now and um you know, it's really important to that. So I think that's all it is. And I, and I don't think it's important that, you know, Microsoft matches. Like, again, it's it's a long game. And I think they have a different strategy right now because of Game Pass. It's like, 
it's it's like yeah. that the old school marketing where you know like every time you're watching a show you saw uh you know Budweiser or Miller like commercial or whatever it's like <laughs> it's like we're always every day every Monday we wake up and some the uh, Xbox is you know has popped up on Twitter in some way shape or form I don't even know what the games are but it's it's mm-hmm. there it's always being talking. talked about yeah yeah now and, and so, a quick aside that's kind though. of their game right now a quick you know, aside, real though. quick but wait wait before ahead, we yes. continue I just got to catch up with two two super Please. chats yes, first of all yes. Drawn TJ drops the first one of the year thanks so much for always being here and always supporting the channel he drops a fun owl super chat and says hi guys sorry I haven't been able to catch you guys live lately been busy keep up the fire content well listen we're glad that you are here and we have an incredible, absolutely astounding $50 super chat that comes in from Terzochi, who drops, uh, uh, again, a $50 super chat says, Happy New Year, everyone. Health and happiness to everyone. And onward and upward to you and the crew, Officer Friendly. Well, thank you so much for the extremely generous generous. donation. Thank you so much for that. Definitely appreciate the kind words as well. And, of course, by all means, continue. Well, I wanted to ask a quick aside, just a quick quick side note, just just to the conversation real quick. You guys do realize over the holidays and since the holidays, from time to time, xCloud, now we'll continue to call it xCloud because that's a better name than what they choose to call it. Yeah, cloud (laughs) gaming sucks. Yes, xCloud has had lines. Like I haven't, I haven't experienced it too many times because I always end up being next to some native uh, device. But there have been instances where you log into xCloud and you're like, they're like, sorry, all the lines are filled. You have to wait your turn. And sometimes it takes a while. You yeah. know, people don't add that into the formula when they're talking about, well, there's, you know, and, and yes, we talk about it. And yes, it's, it, it's a thing we know about. But that could become a big, huge part of this equation more and more as yes. well. the actual hardware is harder to find. It is such a, a, a success, even by the, you know, Netflix version of 4K, which isn't really okay. People are still enjoying themselves. They're still using it to the point where sometimes you can't even get on when you want to. It's yeah. becoming a thing. Yeah, well, they, they're not going to want that, though, right? Like, um, no, I, like sure, good problem to have that they're No, I, you know, I'm not saying that's a good them, problem. But... I'm, I'm saying that, that is, that's a metric of, hey, folks are playing on xCloud more than you think. Is what yeah, I yeah, said. and so the Obviously, thing that, that I was—that'll mean they'll have to grow their data centers to account for that, and which that's means less that they can put on shelves because it's. But you know, mm-hmm. but anyway, uh, yeah. the thing that I was gonna say, it, even in terms of this sort of who won what, these companies in today's world are not com- like competing as much as you think. In and what what I what I mean by that is. When uh, Xbox sort of lays out their sort of roadmap and strategy internally, I Sony, what Sony does and doesn't do is a factor, yes, but they're not, it's not about domination. Yeah, it is about, that. especially yeah. on the Xbox side, because right. they sort of feel like you can grow the whole pie and they can they can eat and they can be wildly successful. And that doesn't mean it's to the detriment of Sony. Only, right. only in the Twitter streets, a lot of us believe that that needs to, to be your the case. Point, Everborn, but real quick, to your way. point, have you have you listened to Phil Spencer's recent interview, the Voice interview with with Kara Swisher? Like it came out. No, but I've I've heard him speak to what well, I'm saying a few sure, times. Sure, but but to your point, he said that basically 
like to to that point a little bit where he wishes that and he, they were speaking specifically about bad actors on the platform it frustrates him that they can't work together with other platforms so like if you if you are an a-hole and you get banned on platform a he wishes that he could then pass that on to platform b so you get banned there too they, he wants them to synergize yeah. he's not trying to compete he wants them to all because like it lifts all boats as it as it were you know what i'm saying like they yes. really speak in those terms yeah i don't know which, so there's implications there. we can actually we can talk oh, that, about that, that on saturday yes, yes, yes. I, but, you, you know but, how you know, my brain what, what, thinks. Well, of course. what i want to do is i, I kind of want to bring this conversation back around and, and, mm-hmm. and i say that because listen Sony's going to do what Sony's going to do. And if you're Mm -hmm. discounting them, then you are a fool Mm -hmm. because they are still a part of the conversation. Did they stumble? 100%. Microsoft took over 2021 and dominated the conversation and continued into 2022. That's not taking away what Sony is going to bring. Listen, all you have to do is look back to when the Switch launched in 2017 and see what Nintendo did. They bookend that year, right? And what did they do? They dominated the conversation. They dropped Breath of the Wild at launch, and they finished off in the holiday with Mario Odyssey. Absolutely incredible. And they had in the middle a bunch of remasters, which sold like hotcakes. So the Switch won. Now, I'm not saying that Sony is going to just step in and win. Uh, that's not going to happen. We lost Chaos Ante for a hot second. We'll get him back here. Hey. But, but, boom, he- to, 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 to your point, though, right? And this is why I always sort of laughed at this argument about um, only delivering in the last two months of the year. Again, we know that's false. We know that um, we were all playing games all year, right? But I, I think we're a little weird with the yeah. So, but again, what is wrong with both companies getting out of each other's way so everybody can eat? Because Sony typically drops their bigger games in the first half of the year. That's just mm-hmm. been what they've done, right? Yep. Look at look at look at the look at when Last of Us Two comes out, Ghost of Tsushima comes out. Look at the 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 months that those release. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because some people would call them petty because they want to be in the see that that that's the and that's the thing. That's the thing. See, this is how you know two companies are going in different directions, like like ships in the night, because Microsoft releases their game specifically when it's ready to release. And Sony kind of sometimes holds back on games so they can release them in that October, November or September, October, so they can be the front runner for game of the year award. That's that that's a fact. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that's that's part of their sort of hey, uh, it's their shrewd marketing, element, it's, right? It's right? their shrewd marketing. But uh, Hitman 2, people love Hitman 3, I should say. People love it. Didn't it, that, that conversation didn't last long enough for, for a game but, of the year. But that, but again, you know, I'm what I'm saying is Sony typically doesn't release their big games in November, December. In the holiday season. Right? And Microsoft typically does. They try to get that holiday money. So is there a world where Sony is going to release in February? I'm going to go on mute because my dogs are crazy. Okay, no. (laughs) 
I'll go on mute. You guys, I'll continue. I'll continue my point in a second. Yeah. Well, well, we'll we'll come back to him in a second. I I, I want to, like I said, I I definitely want to bring this back around to the original Mm -hmm. topic, right? Okay. So Sony is 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 apparently going to do something in February. It's not surprising. They have a big game coming out, and they want to they want to try and grab uh, the the conversation and hold it as long as they can. Horizon is going to be potentially a high ninety meta game. That's expected. I can't wait for it. It's one of my favorite new IPs on the brand, on the platform. I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to, whatever I'm playing, I'm going to put it down to play this because I, I love the, the, that Sony format. But that's not the, that, that's not the end of the, the conversation. The question is, well, what does Microsoft do to not lose the mind share that they have gained? Now, we have been hearing from several people that they are going to be doing something early in the year. Is that an acquisition? Is that a big is that is is that a big reveal of a game that we did know was coming out this year? Is it going to be a, a Microsoft event where we see three and four games? Maybe we see Avowed. Maybe we see Perfect Dark outside of another trailer. Maybe we see something that we didn't expect to see because we know that Horizon. Uh, I mean, um, you know, f- for this year, Motorsport is coming. Deathloop is there. Redfall is there. And the big granddaddy of them all is going to be Starfield. Those Don't are their stalker too. Well, just for Microsoft, though. Oh, you're saying first yeah, party. Yeah, okay. first party. Mm-hmm. So th- those are th- that falls into what they've been talking about. We've been talking about this for quite some time. They want one bomb per quarter. If they mm-hmm. release only those four games, yes. There's your there's your one per quarter, but I I don't think that's going to be it. I, I think we're going to get several surprises because um, we happy few developer that game that they've been working on for quite some time. I, I think is ready. I don't know how ready, but I think that could be a possibility. Um, Wolfenstein three supposedly that's been in the works for quite some time. That could drop this year as well. So uh, what, what, what the question is is what does Microsoft do? Do, do they release? Uh, do, do they do something big right before Horizon releases? They pull a Sony, o- OBM. Break that down. Uh, I th- I think it's Game Pass. To be honest with you, this time of the year, um, mm. that that yeah. is the. I mean, that is the most important uh, thing right now. I mean, it's not the only thing they're doing in gaming. They get, they got their hands in everything, um, but right now, especially this time of the year, uh, that is the one thing. See the difference, right? And this is this goes to get back to the difference between Microsoft and Sony. So Microsoft's not just selling you a box; they're trying to sell you an ecosystem. And then, okay, the box is one way to get in it. Uh, every time you continue to build that value for Game Pass, or you kind of surprise people with, you know, games coming into it, uh, or like you know, we just had the Ubisoft announcement and, and that game in there. Um, those types of things kind of elevate the platform for not just. The, People to buy more consoles, but also to go uh, to go on their PCs and access it. And like you know, like they were just like we were just mentioning a minute ago, even even the cloud option, which I don't think they're pushing right now because they're not ready to um, to go all. It's th- it's not ready for prime ten yet. They don't have, I think, enough to uh, to kind of fulfill that 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 the the performance that they or the um, 
they, they, they don't want people to be waiting in lines, basically. Yeah. You know, they, they don't have the instances enough. No, for, that's, that, that defeats the purpose of it. You want to go on mm -hmm. there and have it immediate. Um, so, yeah, so I guess, you know, with, without me going circling the wagons too much here, it, really the Game Pass thing elevates the entire ecosystem, right? And then when you kind of get that mind share from the PC gamers, from the Xbox gamers, both at the same time, it, it just, it, what I'm kind of feeling and noticing is that it seems like it, it's kind of working it together. Uh, I noticed even last year, because Microsoft now is supporting PC day and date on a lot of these things, and especially on all their first party games, that all of these games seem like they're getting a little bit better lip. Because we know, you know, a lot of YouTubers who didn't play Xbox have PCs, right? And now you're getting all their, you know, all, you know, the, the, the Twitch streamers, the, uh, the PC gamers, they're kind of joining in now. And I think that's really kind of help, helping elevate it. So I think it, where they have the most opportunity this year is going to still be on the PC side of, you know, getting more of them to start downloading the game pass using that their their bad PC store right now. Uh, but uh, I do think that, that you will probably see, I, I guess I would be surprised if they don't have something that kind of, um, you know, gets everybody talking in terms of a game pass. Like really, it's like last year we had MLB the show, we had Outriders, uh, we, we we did see the Rainbow Six was his extraction, um, one of those. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we did see that one get announced. I wouldn't be surprised if they had something even bigger. That's you know, it's just a hunch. It's not a not a like a insider or rumor or anything like that. But um, that's it. we know that they have a giant a big budget for those, and we didn't see them use a lot of that budget at the end of the year, and they didn't need to i guess because they had halo and forza um but I, I i would start to expect to see more of that stuff i think they're going to hold back the compulsions and and the avowed's and you know that stuff for their big show in the summer because i do think they're going to do one of those uh build this around starfield which is going to be a lot bigger than i think people understand right now i think they're going to use that to kind of raise the tide raise all boats right that whole thing uh, that saying, I, I don't remember how it goes exactly. But Rising tide raises all boats. Yeah. So like that whole thing, I think you're going to see that. And especially, like I said, you're not going to move a ton of consoles between, you know, uh, uh, you're not going to move a lot more than you would normally. Right. People are still waiting in line for those. So uh, so I, I expect that any games to be held for their big event going forward, though, I do think there's something to be said for having a more consistent cadence and, uh, and like I was kind of going alluding to before, I could see in the future when Microsoft does start to have a AAA game in the first quarter of the year, which I think they will in 2023, that they can start to not save everything for the E3 and then the run up to the Christmas. I think that this might be the last year that you'll see that, but I still do expect it this year because of because of just where really where the availability of their games are for now. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and just one other thing, though, like I, I think I, I, I agree with you, OBM, that the, the bigger announcements will be what they can secure into Game Pass. But I do think they I don't think people realize it just based on what we know, what's announced, what kind of a sort of stellar year they're ahead for. Right. I obviously um the the juggernaut is Starfield, right? Yes. But if if judging by uh the reception and critical acclaim of Deathloop, Redfall is gonna be a big deal. 
right? And then you you'll also get death loop with you know whatever updates they're they able to, they're able to add, right? Mm. Um, and and then you know we, we've already talked about motorsports and and again so so don't forget Halo. Halo's never fully. Oh, I, that that was my that was my uh, prediction that we're gonna get a, a story content drop by the yes, end of the year. I, I believe um, so. Mm -hmm. um, and 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 Forge and and co-op are coming. And once Forge hits Halo, Maps. you want to talk oh. about uh, you know Forge and co-op. Once that hits. That's going to have a whole second life, and I think they're going to want to time that with new story content. But anyway, so that in and of itself is a monster year, right? And I and 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 then we'll come to Stalker, and I'm going to count Stalker because I know we have a topic coming up. But if everybody can count Final Fantasy 16, I can count Stalker, mm. right? Stalker two is going to be well, huge for Xbox. to be fair, the reason why they count Final Fantasy is because Sony's doing their best to make sure it only stays there, whereas rumor has it Stalker is going to be there for like a week. But okay. Fan no, fantastic. it's four months. It, it four is, months. It, it, it I'll, is what I'll take to it like is, indefinite yeah. years. Okay. Yeah. When people talk about Death's Door, like, I know it's on PlayStation now, but like, it got that kind of talk on xbox right sure yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right that, that is so very true. That so is true. so that's the, even even the medium people still think of that as an xbox game you know i uh everborn in in the twitter spaces it's like the matrix you can make up whatever rules you want this is true <laughs> this is true uh but my, the point is uh for at least three months uh there's one group of people that'll be playing uh well two groups PC, well, there's, there's, PC there's also everything. yeah but there's, it's a little bit more than that dude because i what i what, what it's it's the game pass effect is what yeah. you have to bring into it because here's the thing okay it's three months it's four months whatever it is but we're gonna play it from game pass whereas yeah. someone that's going to play it on the playstation 5 which is going to be i'm sure they're going to have an the, audience it's 7643 here in new york all the coverage of it and 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 the conversation will be done it's going to be xbox right yeah. so 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 i say that to say in terms of what's happening this year uh on xbox i think that that is big and i think if starfield I mean, is what the hype has built it up to be i think it 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 it, it does stand up to Sony's biggest this year, 100%. Right? Yeah. So, so the the competition is there, and anything else at this point is icing on the cake. Yeah. Right. So, so to to me, I'm not saying they don't have to do anything. They they need to stay in the news. They are in in proving mode or whatever we want to call that. Um, brand building. Uh, brand awareness, uh, mind share building. So they need to do that. There will be announcements, but in terms of just what we know, I think we're 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 in for a stellar year in terms of competition, and that is before any potential acquisition news, because that that in so, and of itself keeps. keeps so let, let me uh, interject a little. Birds buzzing, and this is more a question on my part than anything else. Since and and as OBM you you were pointing out, cadence matters, right? They need to they need to have a, a structure in and what folks should be expecting. What mm -hmm. we have expected so far has been that a lot of the good Game Pass news 
doesn't come out in events unless it's monstrous. Right. Unless it's like, hey, EA is joining Game Pass, right? Usually, if it's a game, if it's an event with Game Pass, it is like <laughs> rainfall of games or huge in, 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 innovation coming to that platform. Well, Usually, it, they leave the big games, even even like uh, the Ubisoft recent game, which could have been a big announcement in other years that would be shown up on stage was yes. thrown out on Twitter. Well, that's the so, thing. They can make any Monday into... It's almost like you get a week and it's like, oh, it's just Ubisoft Plus and, yeah. and, and Ubisoft Day One regulated. Oh, yeah. man, I was I was expecting a publisher this week. You yeah. know, it's like, it's like that's kind of like what it's gotten to. And that's I think that's intentional. And that's yeah. really the other point, too, because... Uh, you know, and I and I mentioned earlier, I do think like they're they're loading up for some big show in the summer or whatever their E three replacement is. But um, but the thing is, we're in a different like this is a different time, and um, and you know you can just on a random Monday drop news because of where we're at in the world socially with. Twitter and social media. And putting events together is not really what, you, what it used to be. You, you, in fact, I would argue that what they're doing is more effective because what it's what it's what it's accomplishing is it's keeping their base keeping folks in the, in, the, in, in the mindset. Yeah. Yes, Con yes. constant. I, I, I'm like looking and they're like their stuff is still constantly trending. All like it, mm -hmm. it, and for 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 the brand that's like way way in third or whatever. Like they're mm -hmm. constantly trending all the time yeah. now, and yeah. I and and that's the intention. And I just think they're just going to continue to drop random things and yeah they probably have a roadmap of things uh you know game announcements of uh you know for game pass and there will be a, you know this their their fiscal year ends in june and usually it takes a little bit of time to kind of to to tie up um any acquisitions i you know the i wouldn't be shocked if we did hear something in the next you know uh you know sooner than later on, on yeah, stuff like that so you know, you know so like stuff like that and then again you know going to something like halo uh you know if you for all for as much as halo's you know dipped and it has you know since the, the launch and these things go up and down that's that's how mm -hmm. these free-to-play games work it's still mm -hmm. top three top five constantly on the xbox platform and when you come out with some big news for something that's got that kind of engagement uh, you know in that kind of mind share as well like that's an event of itself and they so they have these ways now of mm. of continuing the conversation and it's not just you know do we do am i going to add one more game to the list wars you know twitter mm. you know discussion it, yeah. there's so many different ways now and and it's no matter how much like some enthusiasts you know that that you know uh you know that uh, with Pegasus clothing, want to resist that? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is like the new reality, and it, and you, and it's not just about the, it's not just about comparing lists anymore, right? It's about mm -hmm. these ongoing games actually will have more engaged. I'd argue with you, like the next time Halo comes out, the bunch, you know, a big update with some maps and modes, and if it's a significant mode and things like that, that could be a bigger that's, that could probably have more impact on engagement and them Xbox trending than you know. Um, you know, an exclusive by, you know, maybe a lesser known AAA studio. So sure. that, that, that's just kind of the era we're in right now. And, and uh, I, yeah, I I guess to answer Boom's question, which, you know, to take an hour to get there to answer the question, no, that's, that's I, okay. think, I, I think there will be things. I think there will be things in February, but I my my hunch is that they're probably going to be Game Pass related. I wouldn't be shocked, though, if you did see like a studio or something 
So, so just just a quick aside here. Uh, I was just kind of uh, googling real quick just to see what is out there. We do have confirmed, as we've already said, Crossfire X, February tenth. Yeah, and then Shredders, the 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 uh, the skateboard, the surfing game, which looks which, great by the way. Crossfire yes. X is looking a little spooky though, but yes. Yeah, it's looking a little. It's looking a little. Hmm. We, we have like to no wait hype on that at all. Yeah, yeah. and and those who've played it have had have come away with with bad reviews. So I'm just kind of like, okay. Let me ask the panel. So hold question. on, hold on, one, one, one second. Let me finish. Uh, Shredders, February, mm -hmm. and then right after that, March, Tunic. And then right after that, Stalker 2, April. So they have, besides January, they have a lineup coming in between whatever else they announce. And don't, the and don't forget the multiplex. Like, I always love how people go, oh, yeah, we'll not, have nothing to play. It's like, yeah, I'm yeah, playing Elden Ring. Uh, you know, I'm shutting down for Elden Ring. Everything else is going to, you know, go on yeah. hold until until I'm done. So that, like, there's a lot of good third-party that, games. That's, in a, that's an important uh, point as well. I think we have limited... <laughs> we 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 fall in for the trap when we limit the discussion of First what people alone. are playing. Right, for, it, it, it's very it's. Think about how we've limited some of these discussions. Well, but you know it, how you know why that is though. That is because a lot of the third parties tend to come on Xbox Game Pass, and if you include them in the conversation, then one side is losing out the other. So it's right, not only and, 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 and but that's the point. But and I think we do some of the work that they're doing over there to provide you know content for their fans mm -hmm. a little mm -hmm. bit of a disservice when we limit we limit the conversation to well what's exclusive as though Indeed. other games didn't take your time and money and give you enjoyment right. Right. The, is the platform you're on providing you with things well, you want to play? I think that so, they're doing so, that in an earnest capacity, even though a lot of them are not. You know, in an earnest, when you think about it earnestly, they're trying to find differentiation in the platform, right? The multiplats don't provide that differentiation. They're trying to find, hey, what makes this unique to the other one? Because the, the the CODs will come everywhere, so there's no need to talk about that. That'll just be everywhere. What makes this one special? Yeah, I yeah. think that's bigger picture long term. Though. That's the other. That's the other silly thing. It's like you don't need a like. I, if you are one of these people that only will play in console and only can afford one, and you're going to justify your value based off of exclusives, you don't need to re-justify that value every single month, right? Like th that's the one thing I never understand. Usually, it's more like a, the total picture, right? The bit, you know, the mm -hmm. big picture. What are the big games that I really, really want? Um, you know, like other than that, though, most people, like even if you look at the, the if you look at the gate, if you look at the engagement on both platforms, sorry, I got something in my ear, uh, or if you look at the the sales on both platforms, like eighty to eighty five percent of the games are like the same. Yeah, <laughs> true. Usually they are. Usually it's a third. You know, party. A, a Dying Light Two, Elden Ring. Uh, uh, Destiny to like those are going to be three of the most played things, no matter what platform you're whether you're Xbox, PC, PlayStation, mm -hmm. those are going to be three of the biggest play, most played games, uh, next month, regardless. So that's the you know, it, it's if, if you ever were going to have a slow period, and I think this is was always a, a good strategy from Sony, you know, when everybody else used to ignore the beginning of the year. Uh, like let's go, like let's go hard at the beginning of the year, and then you know we got the third parties kind of backing us at the end of the year. Our our yeah. our base is going to be playing Call of Duty then, anyways. So like now, I it's almost like this time it's almost flipped because you know the end of last year wasn't a big like the the big third parties really didn't land with you know Battlefield and Call of Duty and everything else got kind of got delayed, and now we're looking at the beginning of this year being 
almost that period where all the big third parties are releasing. So it's a good time, honestly, if you're going to, if you're going to have a drought first party wise, like this is a, this is probably a good good time time to have it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. Listen, what I want to do is I want to move on to the the big topic that what we've been advertising. And that is the big rumor that comes way of uh, VGCs, and of course, I'm always talking about Video Game Chronicles. They, they're a fantastic website. Uh, I get a lot of my information from them. Uh, the story that I'm talking about comes way of Jordan Midler, who recently commented on Reset Error about Square Enix plans for Final Fantasy. And according to Midler, most of the games that Square Enix publishes will make their way to Xbox, but this is the catch. It is doubtful that the mainstream Final Fantasy games will come to the platform moving forward. Now, there is Stranger in Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, which is supposed to be released on Xbox. But this comes to us because we are still waiting for Final Fantasy VII Remake. From And again, the rumor is that Sony paid, paid Square Enix to keep that off of Xbox. Uh, Now, is it permanently off Xbox? I don't know, because Square Enix isn't saying. Um, But we do know that Forsaken is a two-year deal and probably longer than that. And now we have to get into the question. Now, depending on what side of the aisle you fall in, some people are going to suggest that we are sour grapes here. Oh, you know, because I personally don't care about Final Fantasy games. I, I just don't. I love Final Fantasy VII, sure. And if it came to Xbox, I would probably beat it there. Um, but if it doesn't come, I have it for the PlayStation 5. That That's fine. I, I'll, I'll eventually get around to it. So for me, I don't care that Final Fantasy doesn't come to Xbox because if you asked me, well, boom, what would you like better? Would you rather Square Enix games come to the Xbox or something like, well, I'd rather have Bethesda games exclusive to Xbox. I, I'd rather have Bethesda games exclusive to Xbox, to be quite frankly. Um, but let's start with our one bad mother. I, I know that you have a significant amount of uh, speak on this. Should Xbox gamers be pissed that that it looks it, it appears that Sony and Square collaboratively want to make Final Fantasy a PlayStation? only thing and i'm talking mainstream uh uh you know uh, final fantasy is it a big deal well you know i i i understand like consumers are going to be pissed um and i understand the because you know as a when, when you're a consumer you look at it what have you done for me lately you're not really looking at the big picture I, I would argue, though, and I've and I've said this to, you know, like on Xbox Air and our forums, you know, and our, you know, just, to, you know, amongst the community and things like that. Like, I, I really I kind of encourage this escalation between the two platforms this generation. And I'll kind of step back to a little bit why, because, you know, I, I do remember, you know, you go all the way back to the E3 2005. Uh, I remember, you know, for the first time seeing Final Fantasy pop up in the show and you know, what a moment for, you know, for the Xbox platform and, and the 360 that was, it was like, almost like it gave it this credibility, right? Because they were coming off a generation where PS2 like outsold them six to one. Yes. Uh, it, it felt like 
to for me who's sitting there is just like a guy who, who gained the platform and obviously you know sales don't determine if sales determined anything for me i wouldn't have been on the that wouldn't have been my primary platform but you know but sitting there i was like oh like this feels like and i wasn't you know i kind of moved on from final fantasy at that time but i'm like this feels like a you know like a shift it was it was like a change in credibility as like as as xbox becoming a ma mainstream platform because now this is like this was the game that defined really the playstation for the for the you know the their first generation and then you know early on uh even though it really was more about grand theft auto 3 you know it still had a it was still a big part of that brand and why people moved to that platform and as that generation progressed and as the 360 grew and became uh it you know it it found itself and, and suddenly you know third parties realized hey this is they're here to stay uh we can't really ignore this and you started to see at, at, at a certain point you started to see all the big third-party games go to both platforms and try to go everywhere because what started to happen over the course of the generation um triple a games got more expensive they took longer to develop and this just continued for you know the next few years and it became a lot more cost prohibitive for microsoft and sony to really just keep throwing money around to go oh i want that third party game i want that third party game you could do it here and there but it wasn't really something that you could do regularly and run a sensible business um and so we moved on to the last generation and again like like triple a games got so risky and expensive that Third parties really couldn't risk it that much, not with their bigger titles, right? And uh, and so you saw, you saw Final Fantasy again there. You saw Metal Gear go, you know, to everything. You saw, you know, really across the board, uh, you know, obviously Mass Effect eventually went over to, to, to the Sony side. And really, if you didn't end up, if the, if the platforms didn't own it, they, they, they're, the chances were it was going to be everywhere. And, and so like that became like the new norm. And I think, you know, what we kind of saw over the last generation is both companies got really comfortable with, I don't want to say comfortable because Xbox was never in a comfortable spot, but as we kind of like learned where their pecking order was, um, there was really a lot less risk taking. And, I, and I'd argue it was across every, every major publisher, uh, including Microsoft. We saw them, you know, they, they relied on their big three. And I would even say Sony to, to a certain point. Yes, they put out some of the, you know, greatest, third-person action-adventure games of all time, but their biggest games were really kind of in, the, in that lane they understood, right? Like, they weren't taking huge, giant risk most of the time with, with their biggest games. And so that's kind of what we saw the last generation. And now all of a sudden, here we are, you know, um, not even just, just over a year into the new generation. And, and, and before you know it, all these Bethesda games, they're now going to be exclusive. Remember the, the conversation from some of the mainstream at the beginning was, well, can Microsoft afford to pull them off of Sony? And now you're seeing Sony's all of a sudden finding the money to make something like a place to a Final Fantasy exclusive. And they're going to, there's more, right? There's, and it's, it's come from Jeff Grubb, it's come from others. Um, Sony's spent a lot, I guess they spent a lot of money and trying to lock down these these exclusives this generation and that stuff's not cheap and that's the reason you didn't see it before so why is it happening now the reason it's happening now is you know twofold it, the industry is projected to get so much bigger so there's a lot more return available big picture and that's why they're trying to lock down themselves now and the content is king and so the um the platform exclusives are now escalating in terms of 
uh, importance again, because the pecking order that we've always known where people could say, well, you know, if you're a PlayStation gamer, why would you switch? You got your library there. If you're Xbox gamer, why would you switch? Well, in the next paradigm, it's going to be that you're going to be an app. You're going to be a platform that moves everywhere. And at that point, content is the only thing that's going to separate you. Um, and, and so like, so right now you're starting to see an arms race and I'm here for it. Like I, for, for somebody, and I have, you know, the PS5, uh, you know, Xbox switch, but you know, Xbox is my primary platform. I'm not going to lie. Like I, if, if there's a third party game and I'm on the fence about it, well, if I can play it on Xbox with my elite controller and I can be one step away from jumping in with my buddies on, you know, in Halo, I'm probably, I'm going to play it there, right. Uh, over, over the place. And that might be a tipping point for whether I buy that game or not. But, um, so, so do I, you know, love the fact that, you know, um, some of these games that I, you know, may have been on the fence with are going to be now platform exclusive in a vacuum. No, however, I'm all for this arms race. Like I'm all for this thing getting, becoming a bloodbath between these mega corporations. Cause what you're going to end up finding out is in the next few years, these platforms are going to be more accessible. You know, you're going to have more gamers that have multiple platforms than ever before. Just like today, you know, if there's a, you know, I, I just watched Arcane on Netflix. Uh, I, you know, a few months I'll jump over and watch the, you know, the boys on Amazon. It's not like, I'm not going like, Oh my, my God, this platform, you know, this, this streaming platform has this movie and this one has that one and who's winning. It's just like, I'm just going wherever the content is at. And as consumers, I think that's where we're going to eventually be. And, and it's not like in the next year or two, but it's coming sooner than people I think think. Um, and if that's going to be that for us, then these other companies are going to, fight for it with exclusive content, taking risks that they haven't taken in almost a decade. Um, and and like that's going to benefit us because they're going to be looking to how are we going to provide that value? How are we going to keep them engaged in our app? You know, how are we going to keep right. the, like, them? Like, them fighting is, is fighting over yeah. uh, creating value for us. Yes. Right? And, and we're going to find different ways. And that's why I suspect, you know, again, no, insider rumors anything but why i suspect eventually micro uh, sony is going to up the value of their subscriptions as well it's going to be a value proposition it's going to be who's offering me the most value who's getting my engagement because it's not going to be like i feel like most real hardcore enthusiast gamers are just going to have access one way or another maybe you have one local and one that's cloud-based whatever you're going to have access to all the ecosystems it's going to be who get keeps you engaged who who do you keep coming back to who are you talking about who are you spending your money on microtransactions with who are you who's which platform is the one you're pulling your friends into so when you start thinking about it that way yeah let these let them fight it's not it's not a um I understand, like, you know, and I, again, I hear from, you know, uh, from from fans of Japanese RPGs and the, and the Xbox community, like, this really sucks. Um, you know, but, you know, you're just going to have to accept at some point as a gaming enthusiast that you will probably need to engage in more than one ecosystem, but it's yep. going to be better for you. You're, you're going to get more for your money, honestly. And that's the other ironic part. You're going to get more for your your dollar in the in in this next paradigm change than you ever have being in two ecosystems it will still cost you less for more content and um and so yeah i'm i'm here for it it it, it doesn't really um and there's gonna you know microsoft's gonna buy more companies uh they're gonna have a lot of second party deals 
you know, they're going to lock it. Like, you know, you've already heard that, you know, Jez has already talked about IOI. One of the better independent developers out there right now uh, is going to be locked down for a Microsoft exclusive. And there's going to be others out there. And so th these companies are going to fight over us and let them <laughs> embrace it. Be oh, okay no, with it. For I... me, for <laughs> little old, let's hang on a minute. Just everybody do me a favor. Say it with me. It's not show friends. It's show business. Thank it's you. Business. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, so, so don't take it personal. Right. And, <laughs> no, and no, here, look. here's the thing. And I want to ask just one, just one question, right? I want if you are if you're if you've invested in the Xbox ecosystem and you hear this news and it 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 makes you feel a certain way, maybe it grinds your gears. Ask yourself how you really made out in this deal, right? So if I told you you had to trade the next Final Fantasy game, and I want you to I want you to keep Final Fantasy 15 in your mind when I say this. Um, I hated that game, by the way. Now, hated it. Now, if yeah, I told okay. you you would get you'd get Doom, you'd get Wolfenstein, you'd get Starfield, you'd get Elder Scrolls, you'll get Fallout, whatever the next one is, but you have to give up. Final Fantasy 16. Bye. <laughs> what, what, and not just that you're getting it, like not just that you have access to buy it. You're basically, if you paid for your subscription, you're getting it at no extra cost, right? right. Like that's that's I, like a real I, value. I think the Xbox guys made out like bandits on this exchange. So 100%. You know, it is what it is, right? And what, what did you think was going to happen, right? Microsoft is buying up publishers, buying up studios. You said you thought Sony was just gonna sit down and let that happen. So you you know, we don't have we we don't have Final Fantasy now. And we don't even know if this room is true, but I'm gonna assume that it's true. I'm assuming it's true, yeah. That's the game. Well, I mean, all you have to do Them's is look, the breaks, look back to uh, Final Fantasy 16. That's a two-year exclusive. Forsaken, it's a two-year exclusive. Um, I mean, they can they can keep some of these games, but yeah, but, I mean, yeah. Final Fantasy 7. Uh, is, is it a permanent exclusive on PlayStation? We we honestly we don't know because Square Enix isn't saying right. No one's backing them. No one's allowing uh, holding them on the stage like they did for the Tomb Raider folks with Crystal Dynamics when that deal was announced. Right? They had they literally had to say that. Oh no, it's it's coming in a year. Before the, the the press allowed them off the stage, I, I recall that it's pretty ridiculous. But look, speaking personally speaking, and I understand this is just me, I literally loathed Final Fantasy fifteen. I thought it was a big steaming pile, okay. And to be to be quite frank, Square Enix in regards to Final Fantasy, just not the same developer anymore. They they're just not that good anymore. Um, well, five, the seven remake was a. I think. Oh no, 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 no! I, I'm not talking about seven. Seven is 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 seven has its own set of problems that it's not a full game. That it's going right. to take 15 years to get the final chapter. Right? That's that's a that's its own problem. The game was beautiful, and it, I think that it, should be the future of the the that franchise. I I don't know. I I wish I would, we could have just gotten a regular Final Fantasy seven and been done with it. And been no, no, I'm saying like sixteen should have taken that model of how to build that game. Because uh, I don't want sixteen to feel like fifteen. If 16 it's going feels to feel like, exactly like fifteen, it literally it feels is going like to be 15 seven remakes number. in terms of the gameplay and everything. That's what I I, I hope for anyway. Look. Let's get Kaysante in the conversation. Kaysante, there are a subset of people, and I might be in the minority here, that 
I don't dislike Japanese uh, RPGs. I quite, I'm quite fond of them. I just don't care about Square Enix. I, I just really don't. But, but mm. I'm not going to take uh, away from the fact that someone who likes Final Fantasy is going to feel slighted. Let's just say that they're only Xbox gamers, and they're like, "Hey, what about me?" Well, the problem is exactly what Everborn Saga said. Microsoft bought a publisher that literally has so many classic IPs that Sony just didn't know what to do with themselves. I think they caught them flat-footed with this. Because uh, if, you, if, you, if you remember, the rumor, I don't know if this is true, Sony tried to lock down Starfield as an exclusive. They, mm-hmm. they tried to make that an exclusive. And mm-hmm. then, of course, instead of just buying the cow, Microsoft bought the farm. And they were pretty much you know, shit out of luck. So Sony mm-hmm. got got caught flat-footed. Um, so they had to make these deals. They had to try and get a Final Fantasy 16 and a Forsaken and a few others. So, you know, one is going to do something and the other one's going to retaliate. It's it's just just the way it is. Where do you fall on this? Should should gamers be upset? I mean, uh, honestly, I, I I think we're all in agreement here. I don't think it's that big a deal. Uh, it, it is it is business. It's tit for tat, as they say. Uh you know, especially uh, and and honestly, this is more. This is not as much of a of a hair raising move as Bethesda being purchased by Microsoft because Bethesda, you can argue, had legions of fans on all platforms. Right? Yes. Whereas, yeah. whereas as Dan Lazaro has, has pointed out correctly in the super chat here, shout out to Dan Lazaro, they're not that popular in the U.S. and that's not true necessarily, but there's more of a contingent on the playstation side there just always has been because that's what brought playstation to its fame right but i so thought Bethesda was bug Thesda after they got hurt stop it. And nobody cares about, about that stop it. stop it but what i'm saying is in general you know you you should expect that this kind of stuff happens right mm-hmm. uh uh insomniac going exclusive to playstation that was a more hair-raising move than this because uh, um, for those who are only in the PlayStation world, the, the only think of is Ratchet and Clank. All they think of is th- that stuff. Oh, that makes sense. But uh, uh, I'll tell you, VR people were up in arms. Most of the AAA VR games came from Insomniac and we'll never see them again. So, you know, that happens mm. all the time. They, they were like You'll four see them five. on PlayStation VR 2.0. Exactly. You'll see them yeah. on 2.0. There were four or five really like, you know, I, I uh, and shout out to the ILP over the weekend. I, hear, I heard you guys talking about, hey, they need more AAA content. They have the AAA content. They were just Insomniac games on the old Rift that now takes a little bit of effort before you can get access to them, right? But hey, when PlayStation bought them, that all dried up. This stuff happens, right? Mm-hmm. I would be more surprised if they bought a studio or bought bought uh, uh, bought a contributor to the franchise to the platforms that were more uh, 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 synonymous with both platforms, like Bethesda, right? That was more hair raising. This is just like, yeah, I expected something like this to happen, and it and it has. Now, uh, I will say, like, I played what was it recently? I played Final Fantasy Thirteen. I went and, and revisited it on the Xbox. Because they, they they did a FPS boost on it and you know cleaned it up, uh, it looks really cool. The story is bananas. Like it's just the weirdest <laughs> words that make no sense. They I'm like looking in the dictionary. Is this a true word? No, it's not. They just invented it for this game. Okay, <laughs> it's 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 just strange. But all, if there is a small piece of me and and, and like you, OBM, uh, although I own all platforms and I'm, I'm I'm privileged to be able to do so, 
uh, if I have my choice, I will play it on Xbox. Yeah, not, me too. not for any design. purpose, but the idea that when I turned on Final Fantasy 13 that I hadn't played for hadn't played since 2010, I think it was, my save from 2010 was still there. Wow. I can never promise that. Yeah. When I'm on the PlayStation side, right? You, they they seem to be heading more towards the infrastructure side now, but Microsoft's been doing that for years, so I can always trust that whenever I pick up that old game, all if of the your save is going to be there for you. Is all yes, there, right? So that's the only piece of the puzzle for me that makes me go, uh, if I had my choice, I'd want to play it on the thing that I know that even if we move to a new paradigm where there's no console, my old games that I bought way long will still follow. <sighs> That's not to mention those place. saves transition between and PC the as well. Trans that's right, yeah. exactly. And that the is cloud. the only you just that is the they only follow time, you. The only time when an Xbox gamer has some kind of a little bit of righteous frustration because if you buy it on, on PlayStation, you just never know. I have so many great PlayStation 3 games that until I turn on the big the, the big uh a George Foreman grill, you'll never see it again. It's just <laughs> yeah, gone. well, I got I yeah. got news for you. To add to that, that 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 frustration with PlayStation, if you ever let your PlayStation Plus uh subscription expire, yeah, there goes buy your saves. saves. Yes, there goes your exactly. But let me exactly. ask you a question. Um on Xbox, do you need an instruction manual on how no. to transfer your save file? Oh, you don't stop need that. Being, stop being no. slander. Okay. We don't need we don't need all of that. We don't need all that. Like, oh, like, for, for a quick example. In PS3, I never got to play Heavenly Sword because I, I signed on a little late to the PS3. I actually had the I had the I still have my OG George Foreman grill, the one that, that actually has uh what do you call compatibility? it uh, native backward compatibility in it. I still have that one, it still runs. Never got to play Heavenly Sword. Would love to play it now. Like would love to play it now, especially hearing that you know this was this was one of the really big hitters that, that Ninja Theory did, and it was really cool. Mm, Hard as hell game. to do so. Right, yeah. so because of things like that, whenever there's a new platform or a new game like Sifu, I'm there day one. I cannot wait to play that game. Me too. But there's a big thing in the back of my head going, well, when the PS6 comes out, I probably won't ever be able to see this thing again because they'll just go, we believe in generations, throw it to the back. You know, ridiculous. I'm, I'm a simpler man. I'm, I'm a simpler man. It's always uh, what 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 console am I closest to jumping in a game of Halo? <laughs> so that's. That's how it that works. Know, and, for me. and and you know what? Because Halo also has been my reason for loving Xbox because I have been playing the Master Chief Collection on everything for so long. It's on my PC, it's on my phone, it's on some tablets, it's on the mm. Xbox OG One, it's on you know, yeah. it's everywhere I want to yeah. play it. Sometimes I play it while I'm waiting in line at, at the grocery store or something. Like I can do that, right? So all that is the only, only reason why. When I hear one platform that I may like or one game franchise that I may enjoy has moved over to be exclusive on another side, I go, oh, well, th there goes that ability, right? That's the only the only piece of the puzzle that makes me a little bristle a little bit. But the, the franchise or Final Fantasy itself, come on now. You know how it goes. And, and if all these rumors are to be believed, there's a universe where all of Final Fantasy goes to PlayStation and all of the, the Western... RPGs of, of Square Enix goes to Microsoft. Who yeah. is out in that? Well, they might, like, they might end up still buying. The, you know, exactly. Like, that's my the, point. Yeah. You know, the, when that the, world happens, who loses out? Ask yourself, people. Well, out there, I mean, there's, well, there's, who there's, on, there's, No, no. I, I, continue. I, no, I was I, just, I was just gonna say, final point. Ask yourself, anybody who's been using Netflix for as long as I have been using Netflix, which is from the beginning, yeah, who's sitting there right now today, going, damn it. Why isn't all the friends still on 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 Netflix? We, we you know we should riot. 
eventually they <laughs> caught they caught on and they started making their own franchises. And yeah. now you can't wait for Umbrella Academy. Just move on. It is what yeah. it is, right? Yep. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, you bring up some good points there, too. And it's, uh, I, I will say, though, you know, for anybody that's doing the, you know, Bethesda versus Square, they're not even in the same. Like, not even the same like, ballpark. No. Yeah, no, it, like, you know, the, 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 you know, ones of some, actually $8 billion uh, purchase. And, and where, you know, all those IPs forever will sit on Game Pass. And that creates a different value proposition. Uh, but, you know, they're part of the bigger equation of, you know, exclusive content, right? Um, you know, and, and it is worth considering. So you guys are mentioning like like the Japanese RPGs. I, I don't think Microsoft's giving up in Japan. And in fact, I think something no. like, no, not at all. And I, and I, in fact, I would even argue that it, it the, taking the taking something like Final Fantasy off of the Xbox doesn't really for 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 the that platform for their, you know, executives, their strategy, things like that. I think big picture, it's going to be a long term. It's it, it's got it's the long game for for anything when it comes to to the gamer that that really values the Japanese content. And I think where they're going to end up winning them is not as the primary platform. It's going to yeah. be as the the additive platform, as the hey, you already got a PlayStation Five, but hey, for one dollar you can jump on here and you can try these uh you know these games that microsoft funded from these other developers and i know we it feels like every time i come on the show we always talk about you know all these 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 uh bigger indies that are building up across you know the entire globe and there's going to be a lot of opportunities i would be very surprised if in the next year or two you don't hear microsoft has some you know japanese second party you know uh exclusives being built for the platform that are launched day one in game pass and they're going to build up that catalog and over time it's not going to be something that they're going to change anytime in the next two three and years you know, you know what obm real quick to your point exactly i've always and maybe this is an unpopular opinion i've always kind of felt like if it, they don't like you that much stop chasing the white whale like uh, yeah. let them have that yeah. they're not the only game in town there are so many, and of course, obviously, Square being the big, the big dog in 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 uh, the JRPG scene. There are many underdogs ready yeah, to steal that. Are, are they though? But everybody, Sega. because because when, when when you look at Bandai oh, Namco, you know, and I have what headphones on, and then out of nowhere, Sega just blares in my shut your mouth. <laughs> no, I mean all jokes aside. Like I I, I know. Listen, I, I'm not taking away from the fact that if you are a Square fan, that you're not disappointed. I I hear you. I I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna I'm not gonna discount that. You know, again, we are all very fortunate gamers, mm-hmm. where I don't look at being able to uh, support multiple uh, platforms as something that is just a guarantee that some people can't do that. I, yeah, I, I understand that, you know, I, I, again, being retired, I couldn't when I was younger, that's, true. I have to make certain decisions, you know, because there's that's the pay and you got to work with what you got. Right. It's yep, not like yep. back in the days I used to be like, well, you know what, there's a, a $1,200 launch coming. So I'm going to work 40 hours of overtime and just do a bunch of midnights you know, I, I can't do that anymore. I'm retired. So I, you know, I, I get it that some people can't afford to be on both or multiple platforms, mm-hmm. but everyone's been making some great points. And I'm not saying one point is better than the other or what's right is wrong. If you, again, if you're asking me, I'm picking Bethesda over square 10 out of 10 times. Cause I don't give a shit about square. I, I just don't, but I am going to say this. If you think that Microsoft is done 
adding to Xbox Game Studios, do me a favor. We got 300 people here. Go watch the new X vlog I just put out. I break down eight studios that are coming, and I, I give good reasons as to why that they are. If that comes to fruition, if by the end of 2022 they add these studios, folks, I, 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 they, they, they can keep Square at that point because it's just going to be so lopsided and they're going to have literally 31 studios making AAA games. I, I don't think a Final Fantasy game or three are going to are going to be missed. I, I just don't. Um, and, and, and again, this is again, the rumor is that it's only mainline Final Fantasy stuff, not some of yeah. their wacky and, offshoot stuff truth, that they're doing. Truth be told, if you told me that their Western studios were all going to be exclusive, that would hurt me more. I would because be more the Western upset about studios that. make so much amazing stuff, Guardians of the Galaxy being one of them. Keeps I'm literally keeps playing Final that. Fans. I was playing it today. It is a masterpiece. It's amazing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, but listen, let me just catch up with some of the super chats. Um, and I want to do a big shout out to a good friend of the show. Bunty has been a member for eight months of, uh, and he says, "What's up, Boomin Panel? Can't wait to check out the show later. Have a great day, indeed, Bunty. Have a great day, Dan Lazaro. Good and generous friend of the show. He drops a two dollar super a super chat and says, "JRPGs are just not that popular here in the U.S. Bye." And we have um, Aragato, sir, drops a five dollar super chat. And says, "I think you guys are underestimating the Final Fantasy." Uh, right, uh, uh, that we're underestimating Final Fantasy right now. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy 14 passed 25 million players. Yeah. I think I the hype this is, one, yeah, yeah. He Can says, I I, and I've been waiting for that one, yeah, yeah. He's, I think <laughs> the hype is very <laughs> high for the <laughs> franchise piece, guys. Okay, I mean, he's, <laughs> and, and, and we appreciate that, but I, I just want to point you to another number. It also happens to be 25 million, and that's the monthly players for Sea of Thieves, yeah. And I don't see a lot of like, you know, PlayStation guys saying, oh, my God, we have to go and get see if these or I have to go over to Xbox for that. And the reason I bring that up is, OK, it's a popular game, 25 million people. I don't know that that moves the needle in terms of feeling fulfilled with the platform choice that you have. So I like I get it. But, you know, if 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 we don't. Get Final Fantasy, you just don't get it. Can, can, I, can I answer Everborn's answer to that? Yes, yes, go ahead. <laughs> hey, just because I love to. Um, you know, it's not necessarily Devil's Advocate. Like, you, you know, both platforms, yeah, they're going to have standout things, just kind of going to the initial point I said. Final Fantasy is still big. It's actually kind of coming back. If if you look at 14, I think, yeah, it's, it's engagement numbers are extremely high. Um, you know, and I think like Final Fantasy 15 uh, is uh, sold uh, 15 million. But then, you know, just to put that in perspective, Skyrim sold 30 million, right? So, like, it, both of the platforms are going to have standouts. You know, the one thing that did change since, you know, the whole Final Fantasy really made the PlayStation brand back then, it was the game for a long time. Now there is other things. And I think the Western, uh, Western RPGs absolutely have more... Um, more impact in a lot of markets, probably that Microsoft has most the most opportunity in right now. Um, Final Fantasy obviously is still huge. It's one of the biggest IPs ever. Uh, it's still huge, uh, you know, worldwide. Uh, but it's also huge in, in a lot of, it, it's also got some of its bit most success in markets that 
that Sony's already dominating and, and it's going to be Microsoft's probably their chance of ever getting into some of those markets is going to be through cloud anyway. So I said, just, just some perspective on it. Like I, like, I don't think anything he's saying is wrong. Um, it is still a huge franchise, but they're both going to have huge franchises. And the, the, the nuance of it is, is what is the markets that they're going to have those huge success? Right. I just want to point out uh, vested interest says Final Fantasy 14 is a refugee camp for the wild exodus. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> no, no. It's um, not even funny. It is true. There are so many people who are disillusioned with WoW that are going to Final Fantasy 14 and loving it. It, it is what it is. That's what it is. It's, it's a big game right now, for sure. It's still, it's a good win. It's not it's it, for, for the isn't brand. It to the it point is. where, isn't it to the point where they sold so much that you can no longer buy it for a while and they just weren't selling it anymore because they, they did not have the server space. They did not have the server space to sustain more people buying it. They took it off the shelves for a while. It's a, mm. it's a, it's a roaring success. Hey. Good yeah. for you guys, right? It just doesn't necessarily mean that's the end all be all of a platform. You know, those that love it will buy it. And if you are a Final Fantasy lover who really wants it, we have a console for you. It's called the PlayStation, and yeah. we love that too. But you yeah. know, one, th what, one thing though, I will just like, I'll throw one last thing, and I know I'm talking way mm -hmm. too much, but there's like no, four no, no, of no, us. No, 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 this is a conversational <laughs> podcast. Go crazy, dude. It's cool. But you know, I do think um, on this point of these massive big IPs, you know, I just mentioned Skyrim sold 30 million. I don't know if you guys. Skyrim sold 30 million like five years ago. Something like that. It's like, it's, it's some, it's insane, right? Like, I remember Todd Howard, somebody gave that 30 million number to yeah. Todd Howard. He's like, it's more. Yeah, stop buying it then if you guys don't want me to keep making remaking it but you know but it's not just the sales and like this is the the other thing that you know we don't talk about uh, if, if we're talking about the business of gaming at which which we're doing um it's not just sales anymore it's it's really like what is keeping engagement. well the engagement the aspect that people made fun of obm when microsoft would talk about it it's didn't it make is. fun of it as soon as sony started talking about it because the engagement factor is a big big part of the conversation and have you guys looked to see what uh bethesda rpg's engagements ah. like these days like even now skyrim which is what 10 years old it's a yes. decade old it's it's still in the top 25 most played games on xbox if you go look right now and not only that if you if you pull out all the gas games all the multiplayer things you know that have the battle passes and all that stuff it's in the top three most played single player games. And it's like month after month that thing. So, so when people like, when you, when you think about uh fact that fallout had like, you know, yeah, it wasn't a new franchise, but it was basically a new franchise to every, to the majority of people that ended up engaging in it. They engage in it because of, it was the makers of elder scrolls. I think people are gross. I think people are, are grossly underestimating the impact Starfield's going to have this year. Starfield's probably going to be the biggest IP Microsoft has launched since the original Halo trilogy. And, I, and that's kind of my prediction. And I, and I, and I think that people are, are don't understand like the legs those games have the worldwide appeal. Those games have uh, the PC, you know, PC and console, like it balances between the two. And the, the fact that that could actually be the game that drives cloud when that cloud is ready for prime time. So, well, you know, I, it's, it's, I'm glad you brought that up because if, if you look at the way to this year is playing out, it's going to be a big year for Bethesda. Yeah. Right. For especially on Xbox. I mean, they have Redfall, new IP. They have Starfield, new IP. They have uh Deathloop, 
new IP for Xbox gamers who didn't go out. I went out and bought it for the PlayStation 5 Same. because I'm a Bethesda fan. So a lot of people that didn't get it there are going to get it. So new IP. And I really think the Castle Wolfenstein 3 thing is real. I think that Machine Games is a big enough studio to currently be working on Indiana Jones. But this game has got it's been in development potentially almost five years uh, and 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 obviously the one with the two daughters was which which was terrible to was, be honest. It wasn't with from you. Machine Games. It wasn't so. from uh, them. Yeah. So they 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 assisted, but they didn't work on it. Uh, probably because they were working on Cash of Wolfenstein Three. If it turns out, to get Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah I think that's um, the next one. Yeah, or oh, there's no doubt about it, and that is going to be exclusive. Uh, that's that. I know people are like, no, no, it's it's it, Microsoft is they're good guys. They're going to release it on the PlayStation. Hey, good luck with that, pal. Um, that's not happening. That's going to end up being an exclusive. Um, but Everborn, you, do you want to comment on this this Final Fantasy shenanigans? I mean, um, I mean look, first of all, I, I see uh, Xbox University. Yeah, yeah, he's actually it. in the chat. Nah. Gave him a big shout out before. Yeah, he's gonna. He, he said he owes G, us a show. Yeah, too. we're gonna we're gonna get him back on here for sure. Um, but 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 yeah. So um, for me, like I I expect more of this. And, you know, it just it just is what it is. I said this back when before it turned out to be like a wet fart, uh, Spider-Man <laughs> being an exclusive in Avengers. Everybody got upset about it. That's when I started talking about show friends and show business. Look, these things are going to happen. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. He didn't even and, he didn't even you know what he, he didn't even get the the Black Panther treatment where he had right. his own story. But why would they? And, and then what? long story short. Fortnite's Spider-Man is way better than that one. <laughs> and, and, listen, so and, sad. And, and listen, let's be clear. And, uh, you know, Crystal Dynamics just told it like it was. Look, not everybody's getting this content, so we're not wasting time on it. You get what you mm -hmm. get. So, yeah, they already sound like an in-house studio to me. If you They know, are an in-house studio. <laughs> they just haven't but, been announced as one. Now, now, now but, but, for, but for, furthermore, look, you know... Um, there's a world where you know my my dream acquisition happens, and um, you know Sega happens, and then people are going to be crying about where Persona goes, or and Yakuza and all those things. So you you, you you're going to win some, you're going to lose some yeah. mm -hmm. in this world of content. The first nor the right. last time there's going to be some content um, that you that you lose. So you you just you have to if you can only choose one. You have to choose wisely and you have to, you know, set that balance scale up and say, well, what what's this ecosystem offering me versus the other one? You don't have to have all the games that everybody ha has right. to have. And so, you know, th that's that's just it. And, and you know, you, you, you're not you're not um, I know like it's Final Fantasy. We all we all grew up with it. If Final Fantasy is that important to you. You we got you got one choice. Yeah. No, no, no. But it'll be on PC also. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. So there you go. Yeah. So you know, um, it, it it is what it is, and I and I expect I expect yeah. uh more of this, and I expect more acquisitions, I expect yeah. uh more publishers on the Xbox side, and um who knows, maybe, maybe I don't even know if they have to, right? Because they're already why buy the cow if you're getting the milk from Square, but maybe. Maybe Sony buys Square Enix. Who knows? It's a possibility. It is certainly. I mean, if, if, it'll if, be a costly if possibility, but it is a possibility. 
Yeah, I mean, look, if there was, look, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, if there was going to be an acquisition of Square Enix, it probably wouldn't be Microsoft, even though they could. Uh, it would be someone that they are familiar with. Uh, it would be it would be Sony. And if that and I happened, think that would be a good fit, honestly. It would like, be a great I, fit. Just like they, Bethesda's a great fit for Microsoft. Exactly. Yeah, the I mean, DNA is there. Well, I mean, if, if, if it did happen, let's just say, for instance, that Square Enix decided to become part of SIE, for whatever reason that may be, um, it would be, okay, like, they've worked together for so many years, and every time I think of Final Fantasy, I, I honestly, I don't think of it as an Xbox game, I think of it as a PlayStation game, that's how it's always been. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I don't care, but I, I do want to kind of just grab you, 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 the, the panel's opinion on something that uh, someone said in the chat that's pretty interesting. Junior Cud Joe, it looks like, says again, no one knows S about Starfield. What are we doing here? Well, I mean, I'll here, ta- can, here, I, can here, I, can here, I, can I, can I, can I? Oh, you're going to take it away? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, no, I, 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 I'll let you go. But all I can say is that, well, when you have the creator mm-hmm. of some of the biggest RPGs in the history of Western RPGs tell you that basically it is going to be. Um, Skyrim in space. I think everyone is okay with not knowing much about it, but we do know that this is the dream project for Todd Howard and that team. This mm-hmm. is something that he's been working on apparently for a decade. Um, so, I mean, I, yeah, sure, we don't know a lot about it, but I, I don't necessarily think that, that that should be discounted because all we saw was what we saw. But but I'll let the panel answer, and go ahead, Everborn. So, so the unfortunate part about this is that the man has a sonic avatar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my own family. Why are see, you doing see, this? See, what does that tell you? Heathens, all of them, sonic <laughs> avatar. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Now, look. <laughs> I didn't like when when they announced the Wolverine uh, game mm-hmm. from Insomnia. That's exactly what I was thinking. We all got excited because I guess did. what? We know the pedigree, the pedigree. Yeah, of Insomniac. Right. Yes. Right. So let and 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 guess what? But Bethesda's eighteen. We know the pedigree. We just talked about it with Skyrim. We talked about it with Fallout. Right? Is do do we think they forgot how to make games? Mm-hmm. Do we That's think, what Microsoft bought them. They forgot how to make games. Yeah. Right? Do we think? <laughs> do, do did did Todd Howard leave? Right. So th- this is this is the thing. It is from they 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 gate is they said it already. Skyrim in space. Yeah. Right. From the people who made Skyrim. Right. They get it. Right. They and they've and they've done it. They like like uh Fallout when that came out, that was like okay, post-apocalyptic Skyrim, right? Like now it's gonna be you know future Skyrim, and and that they know what they're doing, they know how to uh create worlds, and if 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 you can if if you can look at the track record of a studio and the quality that they deliver. Like you, you can you can be excited here. So we so we we do know what it is, 
right? Well, I, and, and, we just, and we just mentioned it a few minutes ago too, Everborn. Like when I was talking about like the Skyrim and like Bethesda's single player RPGs are probably second only to Rockstar in terms of single player games when it comes to the combination of sales and engagement. Like they're behind Rockstar. That's really the only other company that that does that type of thing. So this is like the next thing after Rockstar when it comes to those single player games. Um, Elder Scrolls and Starfield together combined have sold over 100 million. Uh, both are still in the top. You know, like I said, you look on Xbox, it's, they're both still in the top 40. Uh, you know, Skyrim in the top 25. They're both in the top five in terms of uh, most played single player games. And this is years after the release. And this is also, you know, Todd Howard actually has put out more enough details to keep the Bethesda enthusiasts excited. He has told people that this is, uh, they're going back to the roots. This is going to be more of an art dynamic uh, player autonomy RPG, similar more to the uh, Elder Scrolls games that, rather than like Fallout 4 was streamlined a little bit too much. They got some pushback on that. And then he's also, they, they've they also been very public about the fact that the engine is getting its biggest update uh, since going from Morrowind to Oblivion. And anybody who was part of that experience, you know, I remember walking out of the dungeon in Oblivion as being like the next gen moment for me in the 360. That was a huge uh, upgrade. And from everything I've been hearing about it it's going to be pretty big it's going to be a pretty substantial improvement not just in terms of visuals but even in terms of things like the physics and things in animations and ai like their whole like when they update something it's not just so it looks better in screenshots it's it's to make the whole world more immersive and that's why people are excited because nobody else makes these kind of games they take yes this this has been in production since it started pre-production in 2013 um, and I know people say, well, it's just been in the full production the last few years, but that's how all Bethesda games are. They spend, they, yeah, they're slow the drip. Yeah, yeah they, they spend the bulk of their development on systems, dialogue, lore, all that stuff, and then and then when they're ready, they they pull in the full team, and it takes them a few years to to kind of slam it all together. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's why people are excited, and, and yeah, that's why you see it trend, and people go, why well, we haven't even seen gameplay? Well, people. But as the fans have a general idea, it's going to be Skyrim in space. And now, to your point, same, uh, isn't it the to, same to, thing for everything? Like any, if, if you're talking about movies, if you're talking about TV shows, yeah, certain names get people excited. You don't have to see a damn trailer. You don't have to see, hear the synopsis as long as it's being made by enter your favorite director here. Well, when you hear when one. you hear Kevin Feige is bringing exactly. the X Men back, are we are, yeah. are we not? Do you want to see a trailer no first? You want to see? Look like? That's right. You know, it's the same thing. So yeah. either you're honestly not understanding that, or there's some disingenuousness going on there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you know what? He, uh, real quick, I want to continue. I'll let you continue your point, case Ante. Good friend of the show, generous friend of the show, Rain G Four drops an outstanding. Five hours super chat and says, I didn't know about Gears or Mass Effect before they dropped, and I was hyped for both. That's right. I mean, that's that's yes. that's that's specifically a, that's a fantastic with, point. Specifically with Mass Effect, I was hyped because before that, I was all in on Bioware because of their last game that they made. Yes. What, what was that? Yeah. Uh, I forget the name of the game now. The Jade Empire. So Jade Empire. I need to yeah. revisit that. It yeah. did it, it's lost its way in the new in the modern age. It needs a remake. That game it was absolutely amazing, you know. Does. But because of their pedigree at that time, when they said they were doing a space opera, oh, we were there. You don't have to see a single frame, right? Because they had set their, their own standard, you know what to expect from them. And yeah. that is the reason why everyone 
should be excited if if you like a a Bethesda game, right? And and Fallout 76 notwithstanding, because that was a side project, as it were. If you like the mainline Fallout games, you have every reason to be excited for Starfield. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. But listen, folks, we're closing in on the two hour mark. And I want to thank the well over 300 people we had here. Uh, obviously, I want to thank OBM for stepping in because we were quite a few members short. Seems like a lot of people are getting under the weather. Uh, Wandering Dutch is suffering, unfortunately, from a migraine. The mi- medication did not kick in. And being a migraine sufferer, I understand what that's about. Light bothers you, sound bothers you, smell bothers you. So we wish him a f- speedy recovery. And we're going to get mm. the full team back here next week. But I want to just uh, say a big thank you to, again, the panel. Of course, the chat was amazing. A lot of new faces here. If you are new to the channel, um, please, by all means, consider subscribing. If we, uh, you know, entertained you enough for you to hit the subscribe button, um, I just dropped today um, episode uh, X vlog episode number ten. Uh, basically, it breaks down the eight studios I'm expecting to join Xbox Game Studios, rounding that number out to thirty-one by the end of the year, and I break down. Uh, good reasons to why that's going to happen and the last game that they released and why they could bring uh, some AAA goodness to Xbox Game Pass, which is becoming a, a, a big metric. But let's let's get the, let, let's do the uh, the outros, get everyone out of here. And we'll start with one bad mother. Obviously, brother, we know you from Xbox era. You, Jordy, John, uh, Special Nick, and the entire team is just, man, you've really made some incredible strides, uh, which is why you guys are past 10K. Do me a favor, brother. Sell the brand. Tell everyone about You've Got Me at Halo and where they can check that out. And, of course, where could people check out your work on Xbox Era? Yeah, well, thanks again, Boom. Uh, really, really appreciate you know you having me on again today. And and first, you know, before I get to all that, I do want to thank everybody. You know, uh, you, Boom, and 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 I know our our panel members here, uh, Everbar and Akia Sante, and also I've seen some people in the chat. You know, you guys supported us on the you know the Kickstarter for the uh, the twenty years celebrating twenty years of Xbox uh, book. That we uh, kickstarted and that went very successful and that's you know uh, on its way and I and I am confident people are going to be I very excited. For that book, man, I cannot wait for that book. I'm excited. For sure. <laughs> I, I I jumped in. I dropped 130 pounds on that. Uh, oh. It was well well worth it. Yeah, I, I had to get in one of the top tiers because, like I said, I I I don't have a story to tell. I don't think I qualified to tell a story, but I I just that's amazing and the work. I I can't wait for that book. Yeah. And, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm confident people are going to be very excited about what they get their hands on when that comes out. So just want to, again, thank all of you guys. Uh, that was awesome. That's the first time I've ever been, you know, associated with something like that. And, and that was kind of a wild ride and, uh, you know, appreciate all the support from everybody. Um, if you're looking for more, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm part of the Xbox era staff. Uh, generally, I write and, and, and uh, you know, produce content. I do the last couple months, you know, it's that was a little bit down because of, uh, you know, I also have a, had a real job that had a lot of hours demanded of me, but, uh, but we'll be, be, we'll be putting out a lot more content, um, some pieces uh, here soon. And, you know, I like my, my angle is always to uh, not just go with what I think or my opinion and like to do a lot of research, like to look at a lot of different studies about where the industry is going. So if you like, if you're somebody that likes to really understand that, uh, you know, where, where, 
you know, what's actually going on, you know, check that out. Um, also, we have forums over there and I uh, do a sub show, you know, Nick and John do a weekly Xbox Era podcast, but yep. uh, I might, we all, I am also part of a team that uh, talks about Halo every two weeks. And we've been doing that pretty, pretty much since uh, for about a year and a half, really uh, since about the E3, since Craig, um, you know, obviously had to celebrate him <laughs> and then he's got his makeover. And, you know, with Halo, it's just, it's funny. I thought there wouldn't be enough content to keep, you know, a, a single game show going, you know, that frequently for that long, but it looks like there's just going to continue to be more and more to talk about there. So if you are a Halo fan, come look for us. Uh, we'll be on again next Thursday. Uh, but again, thanks, Boom. Uh, I like I said, I, I I wasn't afraid that we're going to fill the air today. So I oh, appreciate yeah, no, all I, the extra mic time today. <laughs> listen, it's it, it, sometimes a smaller panel is nice. Everyone gets really to sink their teeth into the into the topics, and you know we, we make it work whether a big panel or a small panel. But Kaysante. Uh, by all means, brother, sell your brand. Tell everyone where you're going to be back this Saturday with your with, with, you know, with your co-host, Everborn Saga. Uh, a lot of people missed you this Saturday, but we knew that you had things to do. We're looking forward to the rebranded uh, uh, Gaming Circle podcast. Talk about that. Tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media, but more importantly, subscribe to your YouTube channel. So thank you, thank you so much. Before I do that, though, I should also shout out to Outbreak Podcast, whose pot, who whose uh, super chat was missed, but we shall not miss his super chat. Thank you, sir. Do, do you have it, or uh, should I read it out for you? By all means, take it, take, read it. Outbreak Podcast drops a two dollars super chat and says Xbox needs to have Final Fantasy at some point. They need to drop that cash now. I, I know some some folks out here still really want that. And, that's one thing they definitely do have a lot of cash. Hopefully, maybe we see some of that at some point. You know, it's yes. funny. Uh, you know, we're talking about that. Save you, that you cash. Talk- put it towards the Sega purchase. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, I would say put put. Yes, I, I just I, I I know people want it on Xbox, but I just don't think that they're. The, listen, Final Fantasy 16 is going to be basically Final Fantasy 15 with a different number and and a guy with spiky hair. That's all it's going to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> The, the, what is what do they call it? The the, the boy band uh, drive drive along uh, game. Drive along boy band. Yeah, not hey, good. Santa, do you see uh, Joanna Dark's comment? Oh yes, I did. yes, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I did. You know, he, he's pitting us both against each other. It's what he likes to do. There, Mister Joanna. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. I, I know he's home eating popcorn right now. He's just sitting there enjoying himself. That's right. <laughs> but no, uh, thank you guys so much for the for for always being in in the joining us when we have these podcasts and you know you guys have been i i've heard people asking me when when the show is coming i'm watching ilp people going uh is it inappropriate to ask you when your show is coming up i'm like yo i did not know people really liked it like that i uh, really appreciate great it this is great you yeah. know this mm-hmm. is great so yes we will be back this saturday with the gaming circle podcast we're trying to do a little upgrades here and there timing timing is becoming a little uh you know a little hectic but if we can't get them all done, you'll start seeing them trickle out little by little. But we'll be back this week. We're, we're still working on the logistics of, of how it will look and who will be there. But for sure, 2022, our R22 version of the Gaming Circle podcast will be back this Saturday. And before then, you know, you you know us. You, you find us on the on the Twitter streets. We cannot stop tweeting. So you <laughs> you follow me. I follow you back. I enjoy having those conversations on there. And and it, it seems to keep the communicate the, the 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 conversation going when we don't 
when we're not on the podcast. So I appreciate everybody that follows. I appreciate people that, that reached out with, with kind words about the show, asking when it's coming back. So yes, we will definitely, you'll see us, you know, and, and I know that, that on the reel has, has some logistics they're working out as well. I, I'll leave Mr. Everborn to speak on that, but yes, you, you will see us. If nothing else, you'll see us again next week here on PTG. So Thank you nice. guys so much. Absolutely. And Everborn Saga, by all means, brother, sell your brand. Tell everyone about your Thursday movie show. And there's been quite a bit uh, right after Book of Boba Fett, which is pretty damn amazing. Uh, we're getting That's Moon Knight. That's funny because I hate that show. But we'll talk oh. about that later. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so wrong words there, uh, Everborn. <laughs> This is why on the real needs to come back. No. Well, you know what Yoda said. You know what Yoda said about hate there, uh, Everborn. Uh -huh, yes. Don't give it to it's hate. The of the dark side. Right. <laughs> right. We the one for one reason. The dark side. No. Um, no. On the real will be back. There's some retooling happening uh, there because I'm just trying to turn the channel into something that has more evergreen content. So it's sort of we're gonna sort of change the format of the show where we're not necessarily picking up the daily news, but we are uh, talking about a specific uh, film or television show and sort of dissecting it so that we can have a conversation. Even though, and, and, even though some of the news stories need to be talked about, rest in peace to Bob Saget. Yeah, uh, and Sidney Poitier. And Sidney Poitier, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, and Betty White. Uh, but, um, yeah, that will be back and i'm also going to i'm trying to put together some uh creator uh driven content so if you are a creator and you maybe want to make your own comic book or write your own script or or uh make your own game which is some of the things that i do uh i want to hopefully be a source that that can uh show you how to get your your feet wet in, in the water and do that with that's the channel. excellent so, yeah we love um that. and then and then you know we've got the comics coming um the redlands kickstarter was 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 successful it's great it is being lettered as we speak and i think uh fingers crossed i may be able to get it to everyone earlier than was promised in the kickstarter so that that will right. that may be a good thing we, we everybody might get it like a month early uh, and we are working on uh, a new the, our, our, our fourth series, The Remnant, uh, and I shared a page from that uh, really yesterday. Good. Yeah, it looks uh, good, dude. And, and that's good. that one's going to be a, 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 a big deal. So lots of things going on in the world of Everborn. Uh, so between the channel and the, and the books coming and the books in development, and we're working on uh, Ariel's Adventure Chapter 2 and Prince of Arcadia 5 already. Um, Things are happening. Like I said, uh, maybe, maybe big announcement coming soon. Yes. Uh, Looking forward to it. And uh, other than that, Everborn Saga everywhere. That's of uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Very active there. Oculus, um, yeah. Oculus. Yeah, yeah. I, but that's yeah, another man. thing. You didn't even talk about that. We got to get on Oculus because that, uh, yeah. that, that's where that's the move now. So, but <laughs> on, on Oculus as well. Um, sure. and Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, all that jazz, and uh, Everborn Saga on YouTube, but also EvermornSaga.com. Check that out. You can see what books we have available right now, and that's where you'll be able to get all future books in the saga, and that is all I got, folks. And again, 
Sony can keep Final Fantasy. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, folks, thank you so much for hanging out. We still have 170 people here, and we're doing outros. That means you guys are really enjoying the content. Uh, again, if you're new, consider hitting the subscribe button. Uh, we are under 700 away. We're 680-something uh, away from 10K. We're close. Not that close, but close enough where I can one actually see the light. One acquisition away, as I like Yeah, one acquisition away. Uh, <laughs> one one, one is, Monday morning away. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> as, as Microsoft is looking, I will be acquired. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know that movie, Every Any Given Sunday? That's it's right, every, Any Given any Monday. Given Monday. That's right. That's right. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, folks, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting uh, this, all of these content creators. Thank you for supporting Double Barrel Gaming. Big shout out to the super chats uh, that came in. Those are uh, really do power the channel. Uh, and of course, uh, I'm going to be doing some new emojis for uh, new channel members that will be coming. Hopefully, if you want to become a channel member, just head over to Double Barrel Gaming on YouTube and click that join button. It would be greatly appreciated because we do our giveaways based on how many channel members and how many super chats that we put away for the year. And, of course, I'll close out the show with something that is important to me. Hopefully, one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. <laughs>